I'm not deceived or confused. I don't have any sense of regrets or recant for coming to church. I'm in church and I'm in church. And I've said to you in this church I've said if you and I were here to meet some august personality, some business guru or billionaire money bag or baron for whatever reason even if it's to come into this place and meet the person to be Come his slave. You get what I'm saying? When we are told to come here and become a slave to be gates, for example. So we relocate from Nigeria and become slave to him at Washington, D.C. Sincerely, two becomes a crowd. There are meetings where two are a crowd. I mean, sorry, three are a crowd. There's some secret clandestine love rendezvous. Elopement and escapade where three becomes a crowd. It's you and the person and three becomes an interruption and interference. So if I'm in church on the cause of God to glorify God in the beauty of holiness, I will not be disturbed or deterred or debased or debunkled because I'm the only one in church. I'm just excited. Doesn't change anything. Doesn't change anything. Sometimes it's the contrary. You say, oh God, why did I come to church now? I'm the only one in church. What does it matter? That I'm the only one in church is exciting and I say, Lord, I thank you. I made church today. Hallelujah. Don't be deceived. These are the last days. What you see going on in this church and other churches is not some problem associated with revolt. Many of you are confused. You say, oh, it is leadership weakness. It is lack of administration. The word without administration is spiritual madness. You say, oh, no, it's just that revolt doesn't know how to gather people. Thank God you know, and many of you know. But I know that from the Bible, we are told, these are the last days. These are the last days. Second Timothy 3 and verse 1. This know also, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Selfish grandeur of ungradisement. People who have many more reasons to be absent from church and to be present. Don't ever be deceived. Don't ever be kiddish and say, oh, I can understand. I understand. When somebody says, sorry, I'm sick. I didn't make it. Sorry, my baby was sick. Sorry, I had to do business. Sorry, I was broke. Sorry, I had a bad dream. Always having an excuse. When somebody runs a round of excuses, why he or she is important in serving the Lord is a sign of backsliding. Because, like somebody will say, 
the balance of I'm busy is very subjective. When people don't associate with you like they ought to do, under the guise of I'm busy, don't be deceived. They don't deserve you. That's what it means. Some of us are very deceived. Say, you didn't call me, I'm busy. You didn't come, I'm busy. You didn't send me money, I'm busy. What's happened to you? I've been busy. Don't fool yourself. He doesn't need you. He doesn't deserve you. You're in a wrong relationship. Yes, it's just, it's just it's clear logic because we always find time to do what matters to us. Let me tell you, I know you're looking for money. Many of you are looking for money. Have you been so busy not to eat? Can a man be so busy not to sleep? Football addicts. Are you ever so busy not to watch a crucial match? Pornographic addicts. Are you so busy not to spy into some pornographic um, and, and obscene photos? Liquor addicts. Are you so busy to go to joints? Gym addicts. People that are watching their weight. Are you so busy to go do some press up and some sit up? I mean, you will always find time out of your very busy schedule to do what matters to you. So when somebody says, I'm sorry, I got trapped with my business not to come to church, I'm not deceived that you are backsliding. Let me deceive. Some of us even make excuses for them. Say, actually, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. He didn't come because of this. He didn't come because of this. Straight set for Sundays. Then sometimes they appear again one Sunday. Sorry, I've been very busy. Then they go again. Then they appear again. Then you are, you know, it's, it's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. And you're like, you're not serious with God. This is what it means. Say, no, you don't understand. It's just because you are jobless. I have so much job to do. Oh, no, no, you understand. I'll, I'll be around, I'll be around. Then the person comes again and disappears. And you're like, ah. <laughs> these are the last days. And the very funny thing is that it could happen to any of you. You also may soon find reasons why you are irregular with church. Reasons for irregularity. Thank God for church. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't want you in this church to ever be deceived or to think that certain claims, affirmations, teachings, and creeds I preach are just floating, floating ideologies. That is, philosophies that are not founded in scriptures. I remember a doctor, he's somewhere in the USA eating Trump's money. The man will say, he will say, Ah, Pastor, Pastor, am I a Bruce? Ah, ah. Go, go, can't answer any church, not wrong, goodbye. Am I a Bruce? Meaning, you are stubborn. 
you are deliberately rebellious against episcopal ecumenical settings you may come into this church and make the same mistake and think that this is just some some brat person who is just trying to be new everything is wrong with church everything is out of place and what is right is my own ideology a serious mistake you could be making this is why I say be like the Bereans certain Jews at Berea had a better disposition in their immediate church of character than the Thessalonians at this point of history because Acts 17 11 they received the word of God with all readiness of mind and they went to search so they could establish faith if all you do is to stroll into this church I pity you now I'm already preaching I'm going to preach one hour, for example. That is, I'll, hear, I'll be here till past 10 or 10.28. Just one hour from now. And then somebody walks in 20 minutes to the end of the sermon. And sits down. And is comfortable. And feels convenient. And does this for the next one year. You come only on Sundays and you come two hours late. Church starts at 8, finishes at 10.30 and you come 10.08 for, for one year. Or you come in a church, maybe even early, but somehow you have an opinion that this man will always say, I know what he will say. Once I had a brother who said, once you start preaching, pastor, and you are five minutes into the sermon, I know all you will say. Somebody will say, She build You are preempting the sermon and you are doing yourself disservice. I think there is a need to spawn or spin a better approach in the which you will hear and heed what I preach and deliberately go to search so you can establish the things I say on a firm footing on the table of your mind Can I announce this with all respect and no sense of fight, quarrel, altercation, enmity, or bitterness? If you are not regular in this church, this church cannot bless you in any way. Because the way of blessing people in this church is the way of the word. So why are we fooling ourselves? Why, why do we keep fooling ourselves? You're a member of Mercy Assembly and the conveyor of blessedness is the word. The vehicular means 
by the which we psychologically reach you is the word and you are not there so what are we talking what are we saying so what's the use I said, no, Revo, you have started again. Revo, don't worry. Just preach your own. Revo, don't worry. Whether people come or not, don't be angry. I am a binu. A command binu revo. I want to look back where Revo. Revo, you too, Sukula, you, eh, Kilabeshebai. This is the truth. This is the truth. That if you have a baby, you ought to feed with the word. And the baby is inactive sedentary social and mobile towards food death is at the door and you don't castigate such persons for complaining that you are dying you are dying you are dying you are dying when you are not ingesting food it's step by step a little here a little there sequential and you are not there so i will ad- advise you as members of this church who want to be consistent, that you should strategically develop a life in which you understand whatever I'm saying by a broad perspective of the reason why. For instance, on Friday I said Rather on Sunday I said the child of God is above the wall. Think about it. You can be subject to times and months and years. Observances, rituals and relish of festivities. If you belong to this earth. But you don't anymore. You are not of this world. Peculiarities of this earth and this world are not yours. First Corinthians 7 and verse 31 For the fashion of the world passeth away. First John 2 and verse 17 For the world and the loss thereof passeth away but he that doeth the will of the Father shall abide forever. So he says at James 4 and verse 4, ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship with the world is enmity with God. He therefore that is a friend of the world is an enemy of God. You don't belong here. First Peter 2 and verse 11, you are a pilgrim, you are a stranger, you are a sojourner, you are an alien, you are a passers-by. So it should never even occur to you that there is something new in this year outside what you make of it yes my culture is not their culture their culture is not my culture beware lest any man spoil you through vain deceit and traditions of men science so falsely called philosophies and myths of this world that follow the rudiments of this earth and not Christ beware what will Jesus say what will Jesus say 
John 15 and verse 18, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of this world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hated you. I am not of this world. Hey! Philippians 3 and verse 20, for our citizenship. The KJV calls it conversation. It is rendered citizenship in some modern translations of the Bible. Our citizenship is of heaven. Meaning what? Our customs are different. Our ways are different. Social responsibilities are different. This is what the Bible teaches us. If God's word teaches us that we are not of this world and we don't accept it, then it becomes difficult to reconcile factualities of not observing times and years and seasons and festivities. The real object to the euphoria and the atmosphere and the emotions of the new year is because you don't know you don't belong here. Fundamentally, you don't understand your lineage, your history, your background, your parentage, your new birth. The core of regeneration. You argue, you argue. You argue, you say, Pastor, I don't know what you are saying. This to me is an extreme. I, I know I'm from, I'm from Secretary Town or your state near Shaki and you are saying I'm from heaven. I don't like to be confused. I want to be realistic. The reality of the matter is that I'm from Secretary. Well, the reality of the matter is that you are physically born from an of Shepetili town. But there is a spiritual philosophy we are taught from the Bible, which I teach in this church, that announces to us we have a new lineage. So you must hear me out and then go back to search and hold to the reason why I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm not saying what I'm saying because I drink. I don't drink. I've said it before. My two brothers are now late. They've drunk all to be drunk in our lineage for 100 years. Anybody who drinks will die quick. Because they've all died quick. You get what I'm saying? So, I don't say because I'm excited. Or because I'm too busy to preach. So, let me just share something that I had a dream about. No! After an intelligent survey, close scrutiny, laborious, dutiful study of the content, I've come up with the fact that you are a new creature. And because you are a new creature, all things are passed away, especially things that have to do with the original birth. Except a man be born again. John 3, 3, John 3, 7. And I said to be born again simply means to be 
begotten from above. To be born from the womb of omnipotence. To be born of God. James 1 and verse 18 of his own will begat he us. You read in first John chapter number 5 from verse 1. He that is he that believed that Jesus Christ is the Christ is born of God. John chapter number 1 and verse 12. But to them that received him he gave the authority to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name, which were not born of the will of man, flesh, nor blood. You are born of God. And because you are born of God, you tally above the world. First John 5 and verse 5. For whatsoever, verse 4, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. So on Friday, I come to church and I say, if you have issues with what I have said, raise your hand. Funnily enough, nobody did. Except somebody that raised the question which I answered. So assume we all agree that because of a new heritage, and look, this is so simple. It's so simple. I'm saying what I'm saying because of Bible logic. It is not out of the blues. I'm saying. You are not meant to be subject to a new year. No. I'm not just saying it because I'm too juvenile not to understand history. I'm not trying to sound politically incorrect. I'm not sounding novel or special. I'm not sounding strange. I am saying to you that because of your new birth in Christ, you are above seasons and times and modes and norms and the moods of this earth. You are a new creature. Second Corinthians chapter 5 is a powerful point of the Holy Bible. Verse number 14. For the love of Christ constrained us because we thought judge. That if one died for all, then we are all dead. You died in Christ. You died in Christ. Let me tell you the truth of the matter. The truth of the matter is this. For many years, we attend church without being taught intellectually. Can I say it again? For many years, we attend church without being taught intellectually we are taught like idiots people who don't need to learn or need to learn and many of us don't learn in church just come to church and read newspapers you come to church and sleep you come to church and check the hymn books i used to do it too i just take a hymn book at umca church and i'll check all hymn books when the man is preaching i mean all songs songs i have never learned i will check sometimes it's a tract. You see a lost dirty track on the highway. You prick it. You come to church. The man is preaching. You are reading the tract. Sometimes it's a novel. Your diary. Thank God effectively satanic agents have replaced it with our mobile phones. You come to church and all that you are doing is checking replying WhatsApp. Checking nude pictures. Nude fashion. Ombre leaves. Ombre eyelids. It happens in this church. People sit and they are scrolling to fashion. A sister used to be in this church, sir. She will come with her laptop, her mini laptop. She will fix her modem. 
She will place the laptop on her, on her thighs. She will rest her head on the seat and browse throughout service. After what level say? Kilonso go, o kompari wono ni kilonso. Kilonso, kilonso go, o kompari wono ni. Kilonso, then you go sorry. I will not say my pie. You want you want and then go home. Go church, you better not So she would just sit like this, recline, and browse all through. We have been taught without intellectual understanding over the years. And many of us are just like that. Think about it. It's only in the church you receive the word like you didn't go to school. It's only in the church. It's only in the church that your integrity is compromised. You are taken for a ride like an animal. It's only in the church. Somebody just tells you something and tells you to believe it. Say amen. You say amen. Say amen. You say amen. Say amen. You say amen. You receive it. Receive it now. Give your money. Go. That's all. Like a zombie. It's only in church. In other places, people talk to you like a human being. Like an intellectual entity. In your workplace. They, they, they hold you in high regard. Sometimes, Dr. Kenne, Dr. Uzo, refer to their friends as chiefs. And I said, sir, why do you call them chiefs? Say, well, it's just a slogan. We call ourselves chief. They call other medical practitioners chief. That's respect. Chief. And they discuss intellectually. Various fields of professional endeavors, they hold themselves in high esteem. They say intelligent things. Things that have facts behind them. They don't talk anyhow. But in church, people take us like morons. They just hand anything to us. Senseless things. You are delivered, shall be delivered. Amen. God will lift you from where you are to where you cannot get to. Amen. But because it's a church of morons. Amen. People take their hearts, bury it. Take their minds, bury it. Take their eyes, goggle it out of the socket. Put their eyes under their heels, come to church like that. Receive the word like, like I don't even know what to call them anymore. And just go back. There are several things you have never questioned because you can't question. You are too dull to question. You have been, you have been, you have been medically stabbed to paralysis. Your brain is paralyzed in church. And it's too bad. It's too, that's why you are the way you are. Paralyzed brains. Paralyzed brains. Look at this simple reason why things are so. It says if you believe in Christ, if you are in Christ, because he died, you died in this is Bible philosophy. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life shall appear. Colossians 3, 3, 3, 4. You are dead in Christ Jesus. Imagine. Galatians 2 and verse 20. I am 
crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet, it is not I that liveth the life and now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So, the philosophy is this. You died in Christ. So, when I say to you that you are not subject to parental blessings, prayers, or curses. I'm not saying it because I don't have an aged father. My father is 85 years old. So don't say that it's because he's too young to know how aged men pronounce divine blessings. I have an 85 years old father. Some years ago, a woman told me, a woman said, you're talking to me anyhow. I said, what do you mean? She said, I am 59. I said, my father is 79. So Tom, so Tom, I'm telling you this because of Bible principle that nullifies age brackets, social status, looks, likes, don'ts, emotional perturbance. The reason why you are no longer subject to parental blessings, or curses, wishes, whatever, is because you died in Christ. These are my facts. You died in Christ. You died in Christ. Faith in Christ is death in Christ. Faith in his sacrificial atonement is like dying in him. It's the same as dying in him. So you lost your life in his death. And you rose with his new life, a new man altogether. When I say to you, whether it's November 1st or December 31st or January 1st or whatever day of the year, you have a superhuman life. I'm not saying it because I hate to enjoy Christmas or the brilliance of the New Year's Day. I'm saying it because you died in Christ Jesus. Can I tell you a secret? I preached in this place. A man came one day and said, Oh, I know your kind of church. Your kind of church is for pastors. And I'm not the pastor. Truth be told. In most churches, we never are taught the Bible. We are taught social responsibilities. How to hammer without warmer. <laughs> Let's see. Second Corinthians 5. You died in Christ. I died in Christ. 15. Second Corinthians 5.15 And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. 16. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Making reference to you as Femi or Ope, whom I've always known is wrong. Referring to you based on the coordinates of your looks is now absurd and antithetical to the Christ message. 
In fact, it's not about your tribal heritage. There is neither male nor female in Christ Jesus. There is neither Nigerian nor Asian in Christ Jesus. There is neither Ijebuigbo nor Nazareth, Jerusalem, Israel in Christ Jesus anymore. Holding on to your lineage, your tribe, your history is wrong. You are a special person that never existed before. So when you think of the fact that you are a new creature, and you think of the fact that you are above the world, it becomes very easy to understand that there is nothing new in the air. So simple. That's what I'm saying. Don't argue. It's so simple. If there was nothing superlatively spiritual in your life, then we can begin to talk and argue. But there is a different thing. Something happened to you. We can't explain on the frame of human philosophizes. We can only accept for the doctrine of Christ. You listening to me at all? Thank you, Jesus. Second Corinthians 5 and verse number 15. 16. Wherefore, henceforth we don't consider any man anymore by worldly reference. is a very major this is a very major point of departure from the usual and the contemporary and the normal and the worldly and the thinkable this is a departure i am not considering you as a man anymore i am not referring to you as a woman your gender your status, your history, your present, your past, your future, things you've done, things you can't do, things you've never done, things you may never do, things you've ever done, people you know, people you don't know, your history, your parentage, your links, your siblings have suddenly become irrelevant. Like dying. You broke completely free. You escaped the lineage of this earth. You're a different person altogether. So it becomes easy when I tell you this is your new life a new discovery and truth about what God has done for you to accept it and say yes. Based on only one fact. I'm a new person altogether. Hallelujah. If I come to this church and I just run my mouth I say all sorts of things and I just tell you this is this, this is this without a basis. You should say, Pastor, are you talking to a dollar? Don't you know I went to school? You've forgotten that I'm not a kid anymore. But I'm saying the reason why I'm saying what I'm saying is what I'm telling you now. This is who you are. Henceforth, 
from this moment described at the preceding verses we consider nobody after the flesh henceforth wonderful though we have known Christ after the flesh yet now him we know no more after the flesh we have known Christ after the flesh but now there is a different revelation concerning him we are seeing deity we are seeing his almightiness we are seeing that he's God we are discovering from, this, discovering from the scriptures whom he is then it goes on verse 17 therefore if any man be in Christ he is a new creature Here comes the dollars pastoring the dollars again. At this point of the Bible, an average pastor in Nigeria reads this verse and says, by interference and violence to the word of God, he says, May God make us a new creature. Very dumb. Very, very, very insolent. Very impervious, very rude and crude and raw and evil and malicious and wicked and violent and restive and terroristic to the word of God. Very bad. He did not say pray for it. He didn't say ask for it. He said you are already accepted the way it is. Here comes Olukoya of MFM. You say, why do you mention names? Oh, sorry, in Nigeria, now there's nothing wrong with mentioning people's names. Please ask lawyers. I have lawyer friends. Even nobody, Barista Fola, he tells me everything about law, good or bad. So, he told me there is nothing wrong with mentioning somebody's name for good or bad. Once it's not a defamation of character. Once it's not malicious. Once it's not libel. Once it's not a wrong thing. Once it's not a lie. He also said, if you have a church with a signpost, I can mention your name even in hell. For last said it, ask him what you say. Here comes Olukoy of MFM. He says, I have seen many Christians have demon. Many Christians have demon. Hey, hey brother. Don't be deceived by saying you don't need deliverance. Many Christians have demon. If you have demon, you have demon. How can you be a fine girl and you are not married? How can you be walking like an elephant and you are eating like a grasshopper? You have demon of poverty. Some people will be quoting there's this verse so I'm acting, I'm not speaking this by myself, I'm acting Lukoya now. Uh, the, there's this verse in the Bible. He says, say somebody, if somebody in Christ is new, look, 
Put that one aside. If you have demon, you have demon. You have demon in this church. If you have demon, you have demon. <laughs> That's malicious. If the Bible says you are delivered and you are not, then God is a liar. If any part of this book is false in Christ Jesus, then the entire part is false in Christ Jesus. So he's the truth, he's the sinosure, he's the perspective, he's the view, he's the panorama of the truth. His name is Jesus Christ. His message is the very center hub of Bible definition. If any part of his message is false, everything is false. I'm not here to defend the Bible. I'm only a preacher. The Bible stands alone a self-defender. I can never defend God. Why? Who am I to defend God? Am I God myself? Am I not a human being like you? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, let him do his best to become a new creature. In church, facts are no facts. Out of church, facts are facts. What is going on? Why are we a dunghill of rubbish? Why are we a refuse dump? How many believers are studying their Bible to prove they know something? Many, many believers don't have such time. Because the things of God are just there. I Therefore, if any man be in Christ, let him wear a new cloth that shows um, his attends deeper life Bible church. If any man be in Christ, let dress like uh, campus students who sometimes don't wear bra. Even fellowships also, as women don't wear bra. See, power of God is the same. If you see nipples or anything, is the same. You are seeing, you are seeing God in us. God's glory. You are looking at me. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new species of being. He knows being. He knows that is a creature that never existed before. Fresh as seen never in existence before now. This is what I want you to believe about yourself. Notice that in this church, I don't teach you what to say. Like I teach you what to believe. Notice, I don't lead you in boats of confessions. Jesus never did. The apostles never did. I don't lead you, just say it, just say it. I teach you what to believe. And I teach you 
the anatomy and the chemistry of what to believe so that you latch onto it you believe it then it strategically determines what you say many of us as believers are parrots we just talk things we hear most people in church don't have any basis for what they believe they just talk religious dogmas opiums and confusion renegades 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 of religious confusion hopping from church to church from pastor to pastor from one prayer house to a prayer house they have no sound thing no sound teaching of Christ in their minds they are just there say whatever anybody say ah you're new we are blessed it is well we are heaven bound faith for all wealthy place in you they say all sorts of things they don't believe in this church I teach you what to believe from the word because you may say what you don't believe but when you believe something you must see it you may say what you don't believe but when you believe it first you will see it <laughs> how does it sound to you therefore second corinthians 5 and verse 17 is where i am at right now therefore if any man be in christ he says sir what about women don't be dull man here speaks for humanity don't be dull come on now if any man any human being homo sapien seed of adam is now found in christ he is a new species one version says he's a new individual altogether newly born 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 when you have a local docile dog local breed Docile dog. Docile dog. Gestation, parturition, and birth. You could toy with the puppies. When you have some breed, some weird, whiskered, wild dog breeds. Some of them may be crossed with tigers or lions. You never can tell. You don't dare to toy with their puppies. Some of those dogs are carnivorous. They can eat human beings. Some trained dogs can eat human beings. When you have a rabbit, you can mess around with it. Tiny offspring when you see baby snakes you take cover immediately you're not 
taking cover because it's a baby. You are taking cover because it's a snake. Baby snake, not snake. Not baby snakes are snakes. Baby lions are lions. But baby believers don't have God's nature. God don't have God's nature. But when a snake gives birth to a snake, we flee. You know, it's, we are somehow, we are lopsided. We don't, we are so lopsided. We've been so brainwashed. We've been so pushed to the other side that we don't think through with the Bible. Once it's church, you just become, you become, you become reversed from thinking. You are walking by a bush pass. You are walking by a bush pass. And you see a rabbit. Momentarily you are afraid. Then you get yourself and you walk past. You see a bird. A dog. You walk past. When you see a snake. The atmosphere changes. When you see a leopard, when you see a tall cat, a wild cat, <laughs> things will change instantly. Because you see that within a, a tiny snake is the snake venom. You see that within a leopard is the leopard spirit and attitude. But within a believer, you can't see God because you are illiterate to spiritual things. I'm saying, when you see a believer born after God, he has the nature of God. He's no longer ordinary. He's no longer ordinary. The entirety of the world. What does he say? Except these things are not so. Listen, I'm not trying to force to believe what I believe. I'm only saying it's either they are true or not. First John 5 and verse 4. For whatsoever is Born of God overcometh. That is, has gained ascendancy over the world. Has ascended beyond the world. And it's cheap. It's cheap. The world is here. God is a spirit. God is higher than the world. If a man from this earth is rebirthed after God, it means he qualifies to leave the terrain of the humans. He's not born in the range of God. He's born in the sphere of God. He's born in the realm of God. He's born in the level of God. Once you were a human being, now you are a spirit born after God. Once your spirit was born after the lineage of the seed of Adam, but now you are born of God. Hallelujah! Glory be to God. Worse, you were an ordinary person, but now you are a new creature. You are not meant to think how this will be. You are not meant to pray for it. I'm seeing a pastor on television. He takes a bottle of oil and he says, You all come here. As I pour this oil upon you, you become new creatures. Very bloody lie. Faith in Christ gives a rebirth. A re-
generation. Let's let's quickly look at some scriptures before I close. Brother, play the keyboard. Let's look at some scriptures before I close. And what exactly am I saying? Why why have I been shouting in the last um, 30, 45 minutes or so? I've been shouting to let you know that I'm saying to you, there's nothing spiritual about this new year. You should not subject your life to seasons and times and months and festivities because you don't belong to this world. This is the core of my message. Let's look at some scriptures quickly. Let's look at Titus, for example, chapter 3 and verse 5. Some scriptures that describe the new birth. Let me tell you something very important. In the contemporary church, we are not taught our divine link with God. Something happens to you. Something happened to me that is extraordinary. You are not a joke. You are not some pastors by here. You are a child of the kingdom. If I show you Titus 3 and verse 4 and 5, I'll show you, I'll, I'll, I'll quote you one. Ephesians 2 and verse 19. You are no more strangers. You are no more foreigners. You are no more foreigners. You are fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. You are the household of God. You are the household of God. You are the household of God. Omotani wo. Ani a. Omotalabini. Kuyo bayala yare. Talungi talabini luis. Stop being petite, struggling. Better, better. And we enter every Sunday. Every Sunday. And we enter his gate with us free in my heart. Every Sunday you enter. Where are you going to? If Jesus comes before next Sunday, you'll be going to hell because you have not entered his gates yet. Jesus is not coming for those who enter his gates once in a while. He's coming for members of his kingdom. If you are one, and if you are not one, you are on your own. You are no more foreigners, strangers. Ephesians 2.19 You are fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Ephesians 6 and verse 10 As we therefore have the opportunity let us do good to all men especially they of the household of faith this is right out to you that thou mayest that what do, if i tell you long that thou mayest know how to behave thyself in the household of god 
it's a household first Peter 2 and verse 17 fear the king honor the brotherhood love honor, honor the king fear God honor the king love the brotherhood there is a family of the saints and the empowerment here is not restricting it's an elaborate empowerment for all of us so we are not of this world we are different we are super we are above we are beyond we are spheres ahead of this earth this is whom god has made us in christ jesus this is the truth of the word of god it's either this is true or the bible is false it's either what i've just said is true or the bible is false it is either what i have just said is the truth and nothing but the truth or the entire bible is false titus 3 4 i mean chapter 3 and verse number 4 but after that the kindness and love of god are saved toward man appeared five not by works of righteousness which you have done but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the holy ghost regenerated 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 new birth regenerated you lost your identity in God's divinity you lost your personality in his power you lost your losses in his gain you lost your weakness in his strength you lost your failure in his victory you lost your your frailty in his strength you lost yourself in him it is no longer you that liveth it is Christ that liveth in you you have a super life now stop being a weakling you are no more a weakling stop being yourself we're asking you to stop being yourself and to start acting Christ because this is who you are on the inside of you. Regeneration. Regeneration. Ephesians chapter 2. words describing the fact that we were raised from the dead Romans 6 and verse 4 buried with him by baptism into his death that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father we ought also to walk in newness of life raised from the dead Ephesians 2 1 and you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins you were dead he made you to come alive 
heritage new lineage new spirits new life new glory new order new spirituality new form new sphere new victory you are a different person from whom you used to be meeting christ brings a spiritual overhaul and transformation it makes you a child of god with the glory of the father glory of the father the glory of the father second I mean first Thessalonians 2 get your Bibles I keep showing you all these so you can go search and live by them second Thessalonians chapter 2 must believe these things you must accept these things as so if you don't you can't make progress as a believer you cannot make progress as a believer if you don't recount the things I'm saying to you as true as valid as credible as worthy as authentic as factual as basic as fundamental as rudimentary as foundational as firm as core as real as reality as the new honors as the status quo and the modus operandi as the procedure and operation this is the truth what i'm telling you you must agree with or you go nowhere as a believer you are wasting your time if you don't believe what i'm saying to you you are wasting your time second Thessalonians 2 if you don't believe what i'm saying now you are wasting your time you cannot run christianity on lies of religion you cannot sustain christianity or survive as a believer you gotta be like you are like you have been one leg in one leg out gear one reverse small steps 10 steps backwards halfway 20 ways backwards you keep floating roller coaster of confusion because you don't have facts to hold on to you are not well taught and educated education you don't come to church to listen to you are too busy to be taught God's word you are too busy to know what you need to know you are too busy to know what you need to know how sad you are too busy to know what you need to know you are too busy to know what you must know how sad for you how sad for you very sad too busy to know what you need to know too busy to be educated spiritually you're just floating you are running christianity with lies of religion deceit of human philosophies you will soon be confused you will soon be so confused you will backslide because it does not work together it takes truth to live by the truth you need truth to live by the truth but you are too busy to be taught the truth how sad how sad second Thessalonians 2 13 get your Bibles second Thessalonians 2 and verse 13 but we 
abound to give thanks always to God for you brethren beloved of the Lord because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirits your spirit is sanctified even or also believe of the truth believe of the truth is what brings sanctification of the spirit separation or a making holy of the spirit a making holy of your spirit your spirit that hitherto had been dead has now been made holy in Christ Jesus verse 14 whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining hey, obtaining In whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated after the counsel of him who works all things after his own will obtaining he sent Paul he said I deliver you from the Gentiles to whom I now send you open their eyes to turn them from darkness to light from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive an inheritance first Peter 3 and verse 7 hairs together of the grace of life Join hairs, Romans 8:16 with Christ. Acts 20 and verse 32. Now I commend it to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance. We have obtained something. We have obtained something. We have obtained something. Verse 14. Second Thessalonians, where unto that is in the gospel, that is in salvation described at verse 13, where unto by the believer of the truth we're talking about, where unto he called you by our gospel to the opportunity of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ you have obtained God's glory I have obtained God's glory this is who you are this is the state this is the spiritual slates this is the platform this is the nomenclature this is the new life this is the new order this is the new level 
this is the new platform this is the new plane this is the new biometrics these are the new values this is the new standard this is the new stage this is the new point of orientation this is the new perspective this is where you now at this is the ground this is the front this is the new tribe this is the new kingdom this is the new thing that God has done in Christ Jesus I have not seen or yet heard neither has it ever entered into the heart of man what God had prepared for them that love him but God has revealed them to us by his spirit this is the new thing I'm talking about you are of God first John 4 verse 4 ye are of God little children it means you've been born of God ye are of God little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world the greater one lives on the inside you have been bought with a price be not servant of men first Corinthians 7 23 you've been bought with a price you are costly you are unique despised indeed of men but chosen of God and precious nobody knows it nobody thinks it nobody can think it it's a thing that God has done you are a new creature you are a special being you are a unique being you are a superhuman being don't think like people of the world think think like a believer ought to think stand to your feet thank you Jesus lift your hands above your heads and just thank him and, and just worship the Lord all I want to do is bless your name <laughs> bless your name <laughs> oh for all you do all I want to do is give
your name. Bless your name. For all you have done, all I want to do is give you praise. I said, give you praise. Give you praise. All day. And I bless your holy name. Very simple song. It's so simple. I said, all I want to do is bless your name. Hallelujah. For the Lord God, when many put 